What's going on, Visionaries? We are back with episode eight. At the time that you're hearing this, it is January 13th, 2023. Um, this is a special episode because my birthday is on Monday, the 16th. Um, with that said, I saved one of my favorite guests of the whole season for this very episode. My boy, the Matt Marin. My guy, welcome to the pod. Thank you, thank you. The Vision Room Social. Also, shout out to our sponsor at Audience Rent on Twitter. They do a lot of cool analytics stuff if you want to check them out. They let us use this beautiful space that you see us in if you're watching on YouTube on audio. Just kind of jump to YouTube if you're enticed by seeing where we're at. But it's a cool space. I'm really grateful. So, Dominic, quick shout out to my boy out there. Thank you for letting us use your space, bro. But, man, happy new year. <laughs> happy new year. Happy new year. Uh, it's the first time people are hearing you for 2023. Yeah. Uh Thankful to be here, first of all. Thanks, uh, it's an honor to be here, and I'm really proud of the steps that you're taking to really pursue this thing. Um, super proud of you, bro. Super proud of you. Thank you, bro. Uh, wouldn't be here without you, bro. Interface, low-key sponsored by at Matt Marin. <laughs> low-key. <laughs> yeah, uh, bro, we start this, visionaries. We already know. First question, meet a stranger. Matt, what do you do? How do you explain that? Uh, I'm a full-time music producer, and that still doesn't mean a lot to a lot of people. Yeah, you are. Um Essentially, I make beats for a living. Let's just say that. That's that's the easiest way to put it. Um, I'm also a f- uh, creative full-time uh, outside of music as well. I do photography and videography. Um, and yeah, that's, that's pretty much what yeah, I do. That's cool. You'd, you'd roll with that like if you're in an Uber and someone asks you that, that's what you're rolling with? Absolutely. Yeah, music producer? <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's cold with it. He's cold. Uh, and bro, I... I thought that was funny because you're like, that can mean a lot of things to a lot of people because some people be it like, really bro, I'd be dropping albums on, but it's like on SoundCloud with two streams and it's the mom. <laughs> <laughs> no, Matt is really out there doing it. Uh, bro, so your story, where I want to unpack it is, so I met you when you met to, moved to Tulsa 2021, maybe late 2020? 2020. Yeah, yeah, well, I met you 2021. Right. But you moved from Colorado. Correct. Right. Is, is that where you're from originally or what's what's the backstory there? Uh, yeah, so I was born in New Mexico. I only lived there for like a year, though. So I say I'm from Colorado. I moved yeah. to Colorado when I was, I moved to Grand Junction, Colorado, uh, when I was in preschool, I think. Yeah. Um, and then I moved to Colorado Springs and when I was in second grade. So, and then I lived in Springs all the way up until we moved here in 2020. So I pretty much grew up in Colorado. Colorado? Yeah. Uh, so what what was the plan originally? Like, Little Matt, like, were you just, just making beats all the time? Or like, how, how did it get to kind of like you working in this avenue now? Um, honestly, music was not really like a thing. I mean, it was a thing in my life, but it was just like my mom really liked music and my dad liked music and we just listened to a lot of music. That was never really in the cards though. I didn't even know that music production was a thing. Like, obviously I knew about musicians and I could be a rock star type of thing, but like I I wanted to do everything when I was a kid. I wanted to be a soccer player. Then I wanted to be a football player. Then I wanted to be a motocross racer. I wanted to ride BMX. Like I was just that kid that wanted anything I started doing. I just really wanted to... Astronaut. Be the best at it. You know Astronaut what I mean? cowboy. Yeah. Police officer, all that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, so you are I guess your family's into music, but you started playing music around like Um, I started playing guitar when I was thirteen. I think my mom bought me a guitar when I was ten. Yeah. Around that time. And I picked it up a few times, but I wasn't super interested yeah. at first. Um and I had a neighbor who was way older than me, like probably like ten years older than me. Yeah. Um, and we went over to his house one time and he had a guitar in the basement and he just started playing it. And that was like the spark for me. It was like, whoa, that's crazy. Yeah. Like, I don't know if it was seeing somebody in person play it or what, but, um, 
that just got me hype about guitar. So I went for home sure. and just started playing like all the time, like every day yeah. after school, I'd play for three hours or whatever. And that's just kind of how the guitar thing happened. And that's how music started rolling. So it started with the guitar? Yeah. Yeah, bro, that's funny because like I, I grew up in Pentecostal church. So like music was like, like service was like four or five hours. So yeah. nine year old Jacob was like trying to reason, okay, if I'm going to be here for four or five hours, I'm. Like that seems like the most fun thing to <laughs> right, do. Yeah. yeah. So I just picked it, but then I just naturally had a God-given gift for it. And bro, so um, how so how does one go from like? Because I'm assuming you like played at church and stuff. Yes. But now you're making music full time. So that's I know that's a dream that a lot of people have, but not a lot of people get to see that come to realization. So like, what can you kind of walk us through like the journey of how you get, got to where you are now? Yeah, I would say. Um, one of the biggest things, I know this sounds super cliche, but do it because you love it. Yeah. Um, I know you hear that a lot about a lot of things, but um, the only reason that I'm doing music now is because I was doing it before I was getting anything back for it. Yeah. And before there was any like reason to be doing it or any, uh, before it looked like something was coming out of it, I just did it because I loved it. Um, yeah. So do it because you love it and also serving if you... Because I, I grew up in church and playing in churches. That's where I started playing. Yeah. Um, so serving has always been super important to me. And that's where the greatest relationships and connections in my life have come from is because I was serving with people. Yeah. And I met them while serving. And then something came out of that. that. But. Um, Low key us, man. Low yeah. Key, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. For sure. Uh, bro, that's that's kind of a super side tangent. Like the musician community has a dope like. Uh, like, if you jam with someone, like, there's, like, some unspoken bond. And they're just, like, because uh, when you and I first played, it was, like, a worship set at the church that we were at at the time. Mm -hmm. And uh, we just connected, man. And it's, yeah. like, become a whole-fledged friendship. But because it was rooted in this, like, mutual love for Jesus and for music. Yeah. And it's, it's cool for me that the musician community has, like, I don't know, we all have, like, this unspoken. Yeah, this for sure. Thing. Music is, like, a language, for sure. And uh, yeah. you can connect with people through it, like which is just dope. It's really fun to play with new people and other people bring different stuff to the table. It's kind of like a new experience every time you play with a different yeah. group or a different person, and it's just cool to connect yeah. like that. Bro, so uh, music production, uh, from what I from what I know, it's it's come, a lot of your success has come from you working with artists. And so, like, how, how did those relationships even start? Or how did you even start building, like, a portfolio, like, connecting with all these artists? Right. Um yeah. So the first artist I met that I work for still to this day is um, Evan and Aris Ford. Um, plug. I met them. Yeah. They're dope. <laughs> Shameless plug. Evan and Aris. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I met them serving, like yeah. like I said, um, at a church in Colorado Springs. We just all were on a youth worship team together. Yeah. Um, team was stacked. Yeah, team was stacked. <laughs> uh, but we just connected we just loved worshiping together we loved yeah. playing together kind of what you're talking about like that connection you immediately feel mm -hmm. through music we just had a great time like being together yeah um and even that music production wasn't a thing we all just played instruments yeah. um evan had like dabbled in reason before but it wasn't something he was doing yeah. um and it just kind of grew um into a thing where we spent a bunch of time together learned how to produce together uh ended up meeting another friend of ours named javier started a production group called light music and mm -hmm. then so through that meeting them first it was kind of like i got to work with my first artist before i had to like branch out and try to like yeah. send beats to an artist or like hit yeah. somebody up like i promise i'm good enough to you know what i mean yeah. like type of thing um that's tough man yeah that yeah. that is that part is definitely difficult um 
but again, it's it's the do it because you love it thing. Like the yeah. we started a a beat store, and I mean nobody was buying beats or clicking on the beats or listening to them or anything. But we just loved making them, and uh, so we just we stuck with that. And now people still buy those beats that we made years ago because yeah. they like we're growing with and, light music. Yeah. yeah. So as we grow, they go look for a portfolio. They find that stuff that we made years ago, and it's still like stuff people are are buying now. Yeah, you know what I mean, bro. I mean, can I say like y'all have had stuff on like ESPN and yes, like bigger platforms and stuff. Yeah, that's a an avenue for any producer out there that doesn't know about syncs. Um, mm-hmm. That's like one of the best things you can get into uh, is licensing beats for syncs, which is TV. Um, any type of entertainment stuff. It's so, man. like, we ended up working with Universal Music Group, uh, yeah. and they would essentially pay us to make beats and, and buy them from us. Yeah. And then they license beats to companies like ESPN, SportsCenter. Um, teams can find their, like, yeah. track list and, and purchase them to use on promo and stuff like yeah. that, so... So you, you like you won't be on the court shooting threes, but you'll be on the court making making <laughs> yeah, jabs, dude. Uh, so before we came on air, I told Matt I wanted the the name of this episode to be called "The Art of Dropping Bangers" with Matt because this man he's be he really be doing it. Thank you, bro. Um, bro. So I think it's about the midway point of the episode. Uh, so visionaries for y'all that have been following us, what I typically do. Is a cash app challenge, but because it's my birthday, I don't want to lose money. Uh, also, there's another. So I'm gonna take a, a page out of uh, Sean Evans' hot ones, and then we're gonna do a deep dive on your social media. Let's do it. I have a I have a picture that I'll send to Nate, and he'll put edit it in post, and he'll put it like on the screen. I'm gonna show you right here on my phone, and he tell me the deeper story okay, of for the sure. picture. Okay, great. Okay. This is my wife. Her name is Halen. Yeah. Um, uh, she's my entire world. Uh, I met her in high school. I was a junior in high school. This was 2012, I think. You were shooting threes? Basketball Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was playing basketball at lunch, and she was in there, I guess, just hanging out with friends, and she saw me, and there was a whole situation where she gave her number to a friend and said, give my number to him and then have him text me that whole like, so she shot her shot first. Absolutely. While you did. were on the court. Yep. Jeez. <laughs> and, uh, the Lord. Yeah. We provide. started, we started talking, um, just, just did the thing, man. Became best friends and been we talked together. for a year mm-hmm. and then officially started dating after a year. Then we dated for three years, I think three years ish. Yeah. Got engaged once she graduated. High school. Uh, Yes. Bro, you know we're babies. <laughs> yeah, facts. Uh, we got engaged when she graduated, and we got married in March of 2017. So. Four or five years? Yeah. It's, it's been a minute. It's almost six years Man. Um, in March. And uh, that picture is of us in front of our house that we were blessed to be able to buy, yeah. um, which is crazy to think that we're in our early 20s and we, like, moved Dude. away from home. The Tulsa, to, Oklahoma, yeah. um, and we were able to purchase a house. Shout out to Aris Ford, yeah. who's also a real estate agent, helped us get our house. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, we're just super blessed. And honestly, can't even believe it's our life, like, to be to be real. Like, yeah. Before we moved here, we weren't doing any of the things we were doing. You know what I mean? We were just hanging in there. I had a full-time, like, normal manual labor job. <laughs> like, I wasn't doing music production. <laughs> no, you're doing music, bro. And my whole life just shifted when we came out here. 
Um, so we're just grateful. I love that, bro. And you've been in Tulsa now for two years. Yes. Yeah. And man, I still I still gotta come over. Yeah, you do, bro. You do. <laughs> I've been saying it since y'all moved, and I never I never came. Uh, for those of y'all who are seeing on the video, Halen, his wife is out here outside of the frame so that's why if Matt yeah, keeps is. looking that way <laughs> and I keep looking that way she's, she's out here she's uh, also sponsoring this episode <laughs> uh, alright bro so um, I, I know for a lot of people like being a music producer can seem super glamorous but can you give us some insight on like what what some of the struggles are because I feel like as a creative at least for myself if there's like a timeline on me just, I can get kind of stressful or I've been with you in the studio where you're like uh, the artists like there's some miscommunication because like you're providing something but it's like they have discrepancies on like simple little details like and i feel like it'll top your own creativity so just kind of listen on what goes on in matt's mind during that yeah um music production definitely seems like flashy because i feel like there's like memes i've seen on instagram that are hilarious because it's like what people think we do we're just vibing in the studio to yeah. a beat that's like made already and whatnot. <laughs> but the reality is you sit there all day like sometimes for hours trying to find one snare drum sound or something and you're you're looping 10 seconds of a song for an entire day just trying to yeah. like get that one little section right and that's tough um, man. and then like you said with artists um just having other people involved is beautiful but also a challenge you know because there's you have your own type of creativity, your own ideas, what you would do with the song as a music producer, yeah. but you are trying to serve the vision of that artist because they reached out to you with their own music. Um, so they, they obviously want you involved, but you're not trying to squash their vision and yeah. just do whatever you want with the song because um, you know what's good. <laughs> no, that is that is true, and sometimes they do. But <laughs> what what you have to do is just, um, you know, you just have to, you have to be there for I mean, them. It's part and of help the job, them. I guess, yeah. You, yeah. I mean, you can take what they have, and even if you think it's bad, work with it and make it as good as it can be for you. Even because bad is also very subjective in music and yeah. any any creative thing. So, for me to just say like your idea is bad because I don't like it is not necessarily true. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, so I just need to. You're trying to take what they have and and achieve their vision in yeah. a way that makes you both happy. Um, yeah. And uh, like as a producer. Now, and uh, or how long you've been doing it, I feel like you've been able to develop like a sound slash brand. Right. Um, so I, I, I'm curious to how that plays into like when you're reaching out to artists to work with you, like because when they sign up to work with Matt, I, I would think as the artist, I know what I'm signing up for, but that's yeah. not always the case. Yeah, there is an aspect to people know what they're signing up for. Yeah. But also I think as a producer, you can't hold that against them. Yeah. Like, as a music producer, you have to be willing to um, try to do whatever it is as best as you can. So if someone hits me up and they just know that I'm a music producer and they're yeah. like, oh, you make dope stuff, but I want you to make a country song for me. You, you I can either it. tell them no, right? Yeah. Like, I don't do that. Or I can say, that sounds like a really fun challenge. Like, let's work it and see what we can do with it, see what we yeah. come up with, because it could be really cool. Yeah. Um, and that's just one of those things, like, if they decide not to go with you, then they decide not to go with you. Or if you yeah. feel like you really can't do it, you can't. But that's just an opportunity to grow. And to be a well-rounded producer is, uh, I don't want to say it's not common, but it's not the thing people are going for. Because people attach themselves to their sound a lot as yeah. music producers. Like, well, I won't do that. It's not my sound. Yeah. Um, but being well-rounded and flexible enough to do whatever genre and like 
make whatever song is very uh, rare and also special as a producer. So my goal is always to not, like, have a sound, of course, because it's me, but not ride that, you know what I mean? Not be, like, attached. This is Bible. This is exactly. Exactly. Um, All right, bro. So I want to, like, we're kind of on the last leg of the the pod, but um, so right now you're working uh, at a church on staff, music producing for them. Uh, what what is what does it look like the balance of like doing your job but also like creating for the sake of creating for yourself and like because for me it's uh, the process can look a lot the same but like my brain would be like this feels like work to me now so yeah absolutely yeah. Yeah, the, yeah. that is definitely something that can happen so i think that we've been blessed with such a, a dope situation where i have time during the day where i can work on either or yeah so i'm not trying to like work all day on music production nine to five and then go home and at six start working on my own stuff from six to or so I just pick an off day or try to find a little bit of time during my day and it feels like a break almost because it's doing the thing that I've been waiting to do kind of not that I don't want to do my work but you know what I mean like but like it takes your mind off the like that time we were we were on the studio like it it just takes it's like a disconnect from the thing that you're like focused on and you need to get done because it's your job and you get to just like let me just make something because it's fun and let me just make something that i want to make you know what i mean yeah yeah. uh bro super random question super like not on topic but uh right now that i was when we were talking about being in the stew i was remembering when i had to kind of ask you twice to go get snacks with me yeah a quick trip um so just super random if you were if we're on a road trip and when we're getting snacks at quick trip i give you 20 bucks to go hard what's what's the at matt Marin getting i feel like i answered this for you but i'm gonna answer it the same way again because it still stands it's true. not it's not public like you didn't answer it on the pod oh this is yeah, true yeah, yeah um i'm going with rain sherbert uh it's rain, an energy drink rainbow sherbert energy drink there we go yeah um i'm definitely getting some chicharrones you know what i'm hey, saying hispanic community um and then sour candy like Sour Patch, Watermelon, any kind of Sour Patch, Warheads Extreme. Then you just, po- like you just pocketing you know the rest? Man, mm. I'll get to 20 on the Sour Candy alone <laughs> if you want me to. I got you. <laughs> Sorry for the random question. I just It, it <laughs> no, kind of reminded me, we went for uh, the Rain Sherbert. Let's go hard. They that specific flavor is the best one. So Shout out Rain. Yeah. Uh, it has fueled some, some jams. Uh, <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, man. So uh, closing, uh, basically just kind of freelance if you have uh, anything that you would share to the creative the musician that's in that space of like struggling of balancing work and creativity on their own time i feel like you balance that well because i mean i still see you active on reels creating for your own self um still creating for artists that you're working with outside of like your church job so if you could speak some life into those people where what would you say uh don't burn yourself out is all i can really say it's it's kind of it's more or less on you even if music production production is your full-time job and you have to do it all day do it all day you know what i mean because you have to but take breaks where you can so like if i'm working five days a week i'm not gonna force myself on those other two days to make music if i don't feel like i'm in the space to make music yeah so, and I know it's hard in the the era of content where it's like, oh, I have to make a reel or I got to do something for this. And it, I don't have time during work. So yeah. when my, I have free time, I have to put something together. You just just don't do it. Like, yeah. I don't, I don't, <laughs> yeah. I, there's no other way to say that. You just got to rest. Like, yeah. 
regardless of what you feel like you have to do or even what people are telling you have to do, um, you just got to take a break because if you get burnt out, you get burnt out, you know what I mean? Yeah. And then you just keep trying to, to plow through. Like, it'll get better, and it's <laughs> the reality of it is it won't until you take a break. Sure. Like, that's how I really feel. Bonus points. Uh, how do you rest, bro? How do I rest? Yeah. Um, gamer, first yeah. of all. Love, love playing, yeah. love playing video games. Saucy curls, yeah, bro. Bro, I know all your, I know all your handles, bro. <laughs> um, yeah, so gaming, um, we just and travel whenever we can. We don't get to travel like a ton, but those are yeah. our favorite um, yeah. rest periods. Is just getting out of town and experiencing new places, going on drives, seeing new stuff. I love um, that, man. Yeah. So, um, all right, bro. Give give the people plug, um, uh, any socials work they can find you. Um, yeah, man. <laughs> For sure. Yeah. Uh. Instagram at it's Matt Marin uh, is really my only main social. Uh, and then we just put a project out with Eris Ford. That's at Evan and Eris on Instagram. You can also find us on Spotify and at Official Light Music, M U Z I K on Instagram. We got, bro, thank you so much for coming on the pod. Thank you for having me. Um, I will, I mean, I'll see you sooner or later. <laughs> Absolutely. We'll see y'all next week. So I'm